the summary of the third Sicha Parsha Bo in volume 16 of Lakuta Sichas. One of the differences between the mitzvah to bring a Pesach offering, the Paschal offering, in the while we were still in Egypt, to the difference of the way we deal with the Pesach offering after we left Egypt and all the years that followed, is that the first commandment, the first time we had to bring a Pesach offering, we were commanded to bring it a Be'aser Lachedesh on the 10th day of the month. But all the gener- future generations, that was not the commandment. You did not have to bring it on the 10th day of the month. All you had to do was when you brought the animal, you had to look that there was no blemish, and that was it. The question is, why the first year did we have to bring it on the 10th day of the month? Rashi brings down, to answer this question, he brings down the Medrash Mechilta that says that uh, Reb Masyub ben Kharash used to say that when it says that we, we were getting ready to leave Egypt, Hashem said that I had made a oath to Avram that I would redeem his children. But since the Yidin don't have mitzvahs that they're involved with, in order to be redeemed from Egypt. And so it's like the verse that says that you are at Arum area. you're like in a naked position, you're, you're naked from mitzvahs. So therefore, Hashem says, I'm going to give you two mitzvahs to dress you up. I'm going to give you the mitzvah of the blood for the Pesach offering and the mitzvah of the blood for circumcision. And that's the night, once we had these two mitzvahs, we were able to leave Egypt. The Rebbe asked a couple of questions on this. First of all, Ramas Yom is only explaining to us why Hashem gave us these mitzvahs to, so in order to be redeemed. But it doesn't answer the question why he had to put aside the animal four days before. The second question is, even more, Ramas Yom is not even talking about taking the animal. He's only talking about the Pesach offering itself, which is the blood of the offering, which had to do with taking the blood and putting it on the doorpost. So that there should be, so there should be a pass over the door that no, Jew, no firstborn in a Jewish house should die. And that had to do with the blood of the Pesach. But the blood of the Pesach you only bring on the 14th day of the month, not the day of the 10th day of the month when you bring it. So what does his explanation got to do with the answer of why we brought it on the 10th day? Even if, the third question is, even if you want to say that being involved, the involvement of the blood of the Pesach had to do connected to from the animal that you brought on the four days earlier. But what does that have to do with the second mitzvah of the Dam of Mila? the blood of circumcision that Hashem told us to do only after. And the fourth question is, Dam Mila, the blood of the circumcision, is also a commandment for all the generations to come. And you over here, you needed to circumcise yourself before, is only, was only related to the Pesach offering, but you, it wasn't connected to the Pesach offering. If somebody would have been commandment, command, if somebody already was circumcised before the 10th day, before the Pesach, he didn't have to get circumcised now. There are those commentaries that try to explain that the idea of these two mitzvahs, of the blood of the Pesach and the blood of the Milah, is, is, it needed to be done four days before, because after the circumcision, you're not well, you're not, you're not, uh, you know, uh, fifth, uh, well, well enough to be able to bring a Pesach offering and to leave Egypt, like we already learned in the story of Parsha Shemos, that Moshe uh, didn't want to do the circumcision right away, because he didn't want to have to, he knew he wouldn't be able to travel for a few days, and therefore, you had to bring the Pesach offering earlier, in other words, to do the circumcision four days earlier, before, be, before, that's why he says with the 10th day, but this, Rebbe says, doesn't make sense at all, because Rashi 
Rashi says clearly that both of these mitzvahs, the blood of the Pesach offering and the blood of the circumcision, but though, both of those bloods is how we left Egypt, which, but the blood of, this, of Pesach wasn't only till Erev Pesach on the 14th day before we were the 15th day. So you can't say that this was connected because they did the circumcision on the 10th day of the month. Then he brings down from the next part of Rashi, he says that the Jews were stooped and addicted to idol worship and therefore Hashem said, Mishku, pull yourself away from it and bring yourself an animal. But he doesn't bring this down from, it's not the quote from Ramasya ben Kharash, it's a quote from his counterpart, Ablazar Akapar, who actually was the argue person on him in this subject. He said that the Yidin did have even four mitzvahs they had, so it wasn't the thing that we needed to have mitzvahs in order to leave. But why does Rashi bring it down in a way who, from his counterpart, without even saying that his counterpart's name, Rebbe Lazar Akapar, and doesn't even say like Gavaracha or another explanation, he brings that as if it's one whole thing. And also what's unique here is we get to see that the fact that Rashi brings down the name of the author of this, of this quote, Rebbe Lazar and he doesn't bring down the name of his counterpart, that teaches even more the message that when he does bring down a name, there's something, a message that is there. So the Rebbe goes on to explain that these two mitzvahs of the blood of the Pesach offering and the blood of the Mila are not just two mitzvahs. It really, in essence, we could have just had one mitzvah not to be called naked anymore. But these are not just two specific mitzvahs. They're general mitzvahs. The dam, the, the sacrifice, of the, the bringing the blood of the Pesach and blood of the Mila is general mitzvahs. One represents the idea of Sur going away from bad behaviors, and one represents the Asitei of doing good things. The Pesach offering had to do with ripping yourself away from idol worship, not just when you worshipped only once. The Jews were stooped in it, they were addicted to it, you had to pull yourself, up, pull yourself away. And so it had to do with the negative part of it, getting rid of the negative, getting rid of any bad that's attached to you. The circumcision mitzvah was Asitei. It had to do with the positive component where you're connected through doing a mitzvah as we know the whole idea of the bris is to is to bond with a covenant with Hashem. The ois bris, it's a it's a sign of the covenant. Now the fact that we had to wait four days, it, the answer is in the second part when it says that we were addicted to it. We need four days to pull ourselves away from an addiction, like we see Rashi brings down in in the parsha Vayera. Rashi brings down regarding the akeda that. That Hashem told Avram on the third day, first day, which means really the fourth day, because the first day Hashem told him he's going to have to bring Yitzchak as an offering. The next day Avram travels, and on the third day of the traveling, Hashem shows him exactly where's the spot. Why did he say that? Why did he? So Rashi brings down why did Hashem wait till that day to tell it to him? Because there were people that were ready to say, like the scoffers were ready to make fun and say, you know why Avram would sacrifice his son? Because he did it in the spirit of moment. He was excited and Hashem revealed himself to him. So that's why he sacrificed his son. But really, if he would have waited a couple of days, he would have been cooled down. He would have never done it. That's why to show his conviction to Hashem, that even after four days, he had time to think about it. The Yishuv Hadas, calmly, he was able to sit back and think about it, and, this, and nevertheless, he decided, I'm going to do it. That shows on his true connection. Same thing here. If after four days, you're ready to take your gods that you used to worship, and you're ready to take them and use them and serve it to God, after four days nonstop, you're ready to the same level of commitment, that shows on the sincerity of this. Now, the Ben Chamesh Lamikra could now say, now I understand something of why Rashi brought down the name of the author here. The name of the author, Masih Bukharash, was a man who, who 
puts established his yeshiva, as it says in Gemara Sanhedrin, in Rome. And he, as a matter of fact, they had the biggest yeshiva in the world, which doesn't make sense. Why would he establish that in Rome? It says, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tidre, for justice, you're going to pursue it, you're going to run all the way to the Masih Bechar's yeshiva to get justice. Why wouldn't he set his yeshiva up like Rabbi Kiva in Bnei Brak? And the answer is that he used to always say, regularly he used to say that whoever's in the stage of Rome, meaning you're naked for mitzvahs, you're, you're, you're stripped for mitzvahs, even a place like Rome, which is stripped for mitzvahs, over there you could still toil in Torah mitzvahs and elevate yourself all the way up to Hashem in, in your Torah mitzvahs. What's the lesson is that even when we're in this big galos, in like our days, where we could, after 90, two, almost 2,000 years in exile, we could say enough is enough, what's the sheer, how much is the sure to torture us in this exile. Rashi tells us that all we have to do in order to get out of the exile is to dress ourselves up as the mitzvah is when you see somebody that's naked, you have to dress them. And that's the way we're going to leave Gullus when we have this this mitzvahs attached to us. And this is connected to the previous Rebbe whose yard site is on Yud Shvat, but he passed away on Parsha's bow. And the, the whole job of the previous Rebbe was to bring and spread Torah mitzvahs with a self-sacrifice in a way to help Jews to actually practice mitzvahs as, as it's known in many stories about him. And he did it in a way like he once translates said in a sicha. He said when it says if you see somebody naked, you have to dress him and don't close an eye to this. How do you dress him? If you Meaning, he said, if you see a person who's naked without tzitzis or tefillin, you should dress him with, with these two mitzvahs, like Rabbi Asim Mechar said, with two mitzvahs. And to do this, to set up a yeshiva in Chutzlar, it's in the exile, in the main capital cities, like the previous Rebbe did also, not just Rabbi Asim Mechar in Rome, the previous Rebbe did this also here in New York. And this is the idea that the redemption will happen and a Mashiach will not leave behind even one single Jew. Everybody will come along, and as long as we do our part to dress up a person, start at least with one mitzvah, and from there we'll go to another mitzvah and another mitzvah, and it will influence the the arrival of the redemption. And may this be now, in a way, be meheira